Hey, it's Amy with intuitivecoachingwithamy.com, and I'm going to do a short show on, well, I shouldn't say it's going to be short because who knows. <laughs> uh, if you're feeling weird about money, right, the headlines, uh, you're looking at your retirement account, and you're like, what's going on here? If you're feeling weird about money, here is a show with some suggestions to help you navigate this time so you feel centered, so you feel in command of your experience. So sit back, uh, see if this inspires some ideas for you. I'm an intuitive and a coach. I help people create the life of their dreams. I help people not feel weird when the world is yelling at us to feel weird. And uh, if you are ready to feel good, if you're ready to experience more of what you desire in your world, consider my services, intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Pay close attention to that Elevate Intuitive Coaching Package. All right, so here are some suggestions, some practices to help you feel centered even as things around you feel like they're spinning out of control, particularly around money. So the first suggestion I would make is to clear out some clutter. Mental, emotional, energetic, psychic, physical clutter can block your flow to abundance. And I think it's because if there's something in your life that's not serving you well, it just kind of becomes a hindrance, right? And we know it needs to go. I think that's the other piece to that, why it starts to take away from your feeling of abundance is because we know it needs to go and maybe we're putting it off and our excuse for putting it off is time, <laughs> which is, you know, when we think there's not enough time, that's rooted in lack. So I would suggest that you clear up some clutter in your life. Uh, particularly around money, if there's an issue that needs to be resolved, if there maybe there's an old piece of debt that you can give some attention to, even if if you can't pay it off, maybe you can send it some love, do some forgiveness around it, trust that it'll be resolved at the perfect time and in the perfect way. All we want to do is create more harmony with the energy of abundance in your life. So clearing space, both literal and metaphoric, can help you do that. And I recommend not getting too attached to the process of clearing out clutter. If you know it needs to go, let go. I don't think you need to ruminate over it and reminisce. Just let it go, whatever it is. You just want to clear out some old energy so you can be open to new energy. Uh, the You know, when we're feeling weird about money, we start to feel stuck. And I think clearing out clutter in any form opens the door to flow and you can get moving again. So there's the way to clean up clutter. I'd say first, let's clean up some cluttered beliefs. Uh, limiting beliefs around money can block your flow to abundance. Because you're holding a belief that goes against being in the energy of abundance. So if you're holding a belief that goes against the energy of abundance and you're holding an energy of lack, you're broadcasting that frequency. And you don't have to. Here's the thing. 
lack is only an idea we've all bought into. They're not being enough. They're, um, they're things being in short supply. Things are so expensive and there's not enough money to pay for it. But we have to believe that all of this is working in our good and our favor. There's, there's wisdom and insight and prosperity that can be gained no matter what's going on around you. So clearing out some limiting beliefs will help open up space so you can be more receptive and it taps you into the frequency of abundance. You know, clearing out clutter really does, every time I clear out clutter, whether it be beliefs or stuff, um, even energetic clutter, like maybe I do a space clearing ritual with sage and um, anytime I clear it up or I, I do my floors, that's clearing up some energetic clutter in my world, everything starts to feel lighter again. So um, think of that in the way in this process that it's you get back to a state of light and as i've said many times on this program when you're in a state of feeling light you open the door to attract more light in things can be healed cleared and resolved a lot more quickly so if we're looking at our money beliefs here's some common ones that um, you might want to clean up it's not appropriate to talk about money so even as the the you know uh, even as the world is having discussions about it we can't have discussions about it in our own life i know even recently i was talking to someone and i i was just reflecting on that the balance is different in my retirement account i'm like oh isn't that interesting and it was like i couldn't have that discussion and and it, and it wasn't a negative discussion it was just like oh this number has gone down right and it, it was it was very much shut down so conversations it is always healthy to have a conversation. And um, if you feel like you need to have a conversation about money, whatever it is on any level, find someone you can have a conversation with. Because I do think it helps create awareness. It helps you put you, put you back in control of your life, um, what you think you speak. So it's a wonderful way to help you get clear about if you are holding some limiting beliefs about money. So I, I definitely think it's safe to talk about money, but talk about it with someone that you know will give you the space to talk about it without projecting their stuff onto it. And I won't lie, it can be hard to find a person like that. It's one of the reasons why I do the work that I do is so that people can talk about things that they probably can't talk about in other settings. So be willing to have a conversation about money. You can always talk to spirit about money as well. And in that process, release the belief that you're not allowed to talk about it. You are allowed to talk about it with the right people. And the only reason why I say right people is because, you know, it's a very charged topic. Even if it has nothing to do with that person, even if it, you're not talking in any way that would be offensive to anyone, it can still trigger people in really in really understandable ways, but it doesn't have to be that way. Next on clearing out some clutter, clearing out some limiting beliefs, really let go of the belief I can't afford it. I can't afford it blocks the flow of prosperity because the minute you say I can't, you shut the door on what is possible. So what if there was a way you've now unknowingly, I don't think, I think I can't afford it. It's been passed down from generation to generation. But what if you could shift the language around that and decide 
that you can't afford it or it's an experience of, of affording it, right? So maybe the money's not in your bank account today, but you want to go on the experience of affording it and you're excited about that. And so it starts with being willing to choose a new way of playing with that thought of I can't afford it. And you want to get to a place where you play with it and play with it and play with it until you feel good. It's an experience of affording it, right? <laughs> uh, money doesn't grow on trees. It's a common limiting belief. Well, you know, money is paper and paper at one point came from trees. I don't know what they're doing now. I'm assuming it still comes from trees. But it's just a silly thing like, oh, money is not in abundance. Well, money is in abundance. They just print more. They just print more. So um, money is allowed in your life in abundance and you can have lots of it and you don't have to get caught up in um, in the belief that money's hard to get. I think that's the piece about it doesn't grow on trees. It, it's, it's hard to get. It doesn't have to be. You Just be willing to consider a reality for yourself where money is easy. Money is in abundance. Money gets to be present in your experience. Money is the root of all evil. You know, I struggle with this, this biblical verse because it's just so, there's so many other pieces around it. And the Bible has been translated in so many ways. And uh, who knows if really that's what God was saying, money is the root of all evil. But I seriously doubt it, right? Because money's just a tool, a neutral resource. And so evil is evil and good is good. And then there's money, right? And it's what we project onto money that creates um, a re reality. So it's not bad, right? It's just a thing. I actually like to think of money as good because it's fun to have it. But that's my personal choice. I've decided that it's a very good tool for me. Um, but you get to decide how you want to approach it. But I, I would stay away from money as evil and, and backing that up with, well, God said, I, I just can't imagine God would say that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> We're here on this human pl planet, right? And right now, the way in which we get what we need is with a piece of paper that we all have decided is called money or coins that we've decided is called money. So um, I just can't believe we're all here just in this shithole of a world and we we have this thing called money that is so evil. It's That's just a bunch of bullshit. I believe that this is a loving, healthy, beautiful planet. Does it have its struggles? Absolutely. And, and money is just a way in which we navigate our experience here on this planet. It doesn't have to be bad. So let go of all the beliefs that tell you that money is evil. Clear that out. Um, rich people are just so lucky. Luck, anybody can make luck. It's just an energy. It's just an energy. You can apply that luck to money. You can apply that luck to opportunities, but luck is available to everyone at any given moment and not just rich people because I've met a lot of rich people who don't feel lucky at all, right? Because they are choosing to see them, their circumstances is not good. It's not just about cash in the bank account that makes you lucky. Luck is a state of openness. And again, anyone can be lucky. Luck is all about how you allow yourself, how much you allow yourself to have. At any moment, you can shift 
into a state of luckiness by focusing on what you want as opposed to what you don't want, believing that it's possible, being open and receptive, being willing to take action. That's how we create luck. So clear up this belief that luck is only available to a set few and that's based on what's in their bank account. That's not true. So when you're looking at any limiting beliefs that are coming up, just ask yourself, is this serving me? Is this moving me in the direction of my desire around money? And am I willing to let that belief go? There's so many ways to clear limiting beliefs, but just be kind and wonderful to yourself in the process and just don't believe it has to be hard, right? Just believe it. Believe it doesn't have to be hard. Okay, so continue my series. And if you feel weird about money, first, we're going to look at some limiting beliefs. Next, we're going to do some forgiveness, a little more internal work. Is there someone you need to forgive? Forgiveness allows you to release any emotional holds a person or situation may have on you. Forgiveness is a way of clearing emotional clutter and focus on you might need to do some forgiveness around money. Ooh, this is fun. I'll probably do that after <laughs> after this recording. Just go through and look at your finances and is there anyone you need to forgive? And maybe you've forgiven them and something else has shown up and you're you haven't acknowledged that, the forgive that. Maybe there's an experience you need to forgive. Maybe you need to forgive yourself. Just be willing to forgive. Um, this doesn't mean that this does not mean you condone what happened. Forgiveness is not an act of, act of re reconciliation. For, forgiveness stops you from mentally and emotionally replaying a negative situation over and over again. Every time you think about a person or a situation that has caused you pain, you're reliving that experience in your present moment. And your past doesn't need to be in your present. So forgiveness helps you uh, make that clear distinction in your being, in your energetic being, that that was the past and it doesn't, you don't have to replay it emotionally in your present moment like it's happening to you all over again. So be willing to forgive as you're ready and be willing to let go of the past. I would say even if you're not ready to forgive, just be willing to let go of the past because there's no reason why you have to relive what you've already gone through. Right. And it takes your power away too. When you're living in the past, you can't see clearly. You don't have as much access to your intuition. Your intuition is always firing, but you can't be receptive to the messages as, as much as possible. And your intuition, if you are in uh, a financial jam, your intuition is going to be the first, first resource to help you get out of it. Right. So be willing to forgive, be willing to forgive, be willing to forgive. And then um, as you're forgiving, look at if there's any active dishonesty around money um, on either side, you or someone else, um, any financial guilt or shame, uh, any mistakes you made, um, any person you're blaming, uh, any financial problem that seems to perpetuate. Do you need to forgive your parents? Do you need to forgive a sibling? Do you need to forgive your romantic partner, a friend, a colleague, your old college roommate? Is there something that happened in your teens, your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s that 
put you in a state where you're feeling weird about money, you don't feel as secure about money, be willing to clear that out, release that, let that go for your highest and greatest good. Um, and you can just start with, I'm willing to let this go. I'm willing to let the past be the past. I'm willing to forgive. And if there is some, if, if you're feeling a lot of emotional charge right around it, you might want to sit down and say, what, what emotional wound is coming up for me? And just journal, 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 journal. So it's just right, 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 right. And just let it come up. Don't try to censor it. Don't try to make it pretty. Because I think as you get it out, you start to naturally, you naturally start to see clearly. Once it's out of you, then your intuition kicks in and it can read through it and say, oh yeah, it, it, your intuition can guide you to the next step for you, right? And, and also I think your higher self can see, oh yeah, that was a rough situation. You don't have to feel that way anymore. You can choose to feel differently. So here's an easy forgiveness process. Sit quietly, breathe deeply, become aware of what or who you need to forgive, then clear it by saying, I forgive and release you for my highest and greatest good. And you can just do this process for two to three times a day, particularly as long as you're feeling weird about money. Who do you need to forgive? I find that that um, anytime I start feeling weird about money, I'm holding on to something that's not serving me well. And so start with forgiveness and start with looking at your belief system and then be willing to shift and believe something else. And then now you're going to let some stuff go. When I'm feeling weird about money and I, cause I get it. You're listening to this show and you're like, Amy, I don't want to do a big clutter clean. It's a Tuesday. Um, Pick one drawer and give yourself 10 minutes, put on some affirmations if you want, or put the TV on, uh, pour wine, and just clear out that one drawer. And know that that's enough. Let it be symbolic. And if there's another area of your life that needs to be cleared, do that. And just kind of keep a c consistent routine going where it's 10 minutes a day until you start to feel centered, until you start to feel whole till you start to feel complete. Clearing out the clutter opens you up to flow. And it can be one thing. Like right now, as I'm talking to you, I realize I've been, like, I don't keep a lot of clutter. You've heard me say that many times on the show, but I, I've been kind of holding on to something from a, a state of lack. And I'm like, oh, as soon as I'm done, I'm going to go toss that because I don't need it. And in holding on to it, I know why I'm holding on to it, but I'm recognizing too that there's a better solution than just holding on to that thing. And I'm much more interested in that solution anyway, so I'm going to put my energy towards that. So just be willing to let go of stuff. Be willing to let go of stuff. Now, if you haven't cleared clutter in a while and it's kind of piled up, you know, emotions might come up because there's energy attached to that stuff, but just be with those emotions, get clear about what they, those emotions are saying to you, like what wisdom is in those emotions, uh, why you're feeling that way and what you need to learn, what you need to receive from that, you know, be kind and loving with yourself if you've let clutter pile up, but still clear it out. Like there's no reason to hold on to stuff. 
So here's my rules with clutter. Uh, anything you haven't touched in six months. I'm, I'll even say anything you haven't touched in three months. Uh, anything old in your refrigerator, spoiled in your refrigerator. Anything that does not bring you joy. Little Marie Kondo there. Um, but I'm taking this from a program that I wrote before Marie Kondo was a thing. Um, just anything that doesn't feel like you or is not a reflection of the life that you want. You can let it go. Old, worn out clothes, particularly clothes with holes in them. You know, if there's something that means a lot to you, keep it. I think for a while I had this, uh, it was a play on black flag, but it said black feminist. And it was made by someone here in Oakland. Um, and I loved the shirt and I wore it because of what it represented. I loved the play on black flag and I loved the, that it said black feminist. It was really cool. Uh, but it got to the point where I couldn't wear it out anymore, <laughs> but it did have holes, but I, I was attached to it. So I'm not saying you have to throw out anything that has holes in it just for the sake of it. If it has meaning to you, hold on to it, keep it, let it be a part of your life. If you're just holding on to it out of fear and doubt that more will show up, which is just, if you're willing to see that does not have to be your reality, right? You don't have to hold on to old things. You also don't have to take hand-me-down things. You know, if you have a, a family member that loves to give you stuff, you can say, no, I don't want that, right? You know, um, I think being in a perpetual state of receiving other people's stuff can also put you in a lack-based state. But play with it. Maybe there's a benefit to you as long as it makes you feel good. But if you're just accepting it because you're like, oh, well, I have to take it, then just consider if there's another way. Um, definitely let go of old and broken items. Things have been used up. Anything that does not have a direct purpose in your life, let that go. Go through financial paperwork you do not need. Um, I used to keep, I used to be like, like the commercial homeowners becoming their parents. When I was married, I had this big file cabinet. And now I don't have any of that. And everything is digital in my world. And I used to do some of those, like, well, it's for taxes. And now I'm like, I, I'm like, no, I, I don't need to have all that stuff to do taxes. Most of it can be saved in an inbox. So um, in the programs that I use, so you don't have to keep a lot of paperwork around. If you like it, keep it. Because there was a time where I liked no, I don't think I ever liked it, but I did like organize, being organized about it, but I was holding this limiting belief that I had to have all this paperwork in my life, right? Because that's, that's adulting. You have a lot of paperwork. And now um, I recognize that that does not need to be the case at all. I have like literally no files anymore. I have, I have one little thin like school like folder of a few things, but outside of that, everything is digital. Excess, anything that you're holding on to from a mindset of scarcity, that there's not going to be enough, so I have to stockpile this. If you just like having stuff around, that's one thing. It's another thing if you're holding on to it for a rainy day or the world could fall apart and I need this can of peaches. 
if you're not into peaches, if the world fell apart, you, you're not going to want to eat the peaches. So replace it with something you do want, right? And then if it's like food stuff, like if it's if you can donate it, donate it. Um, if it's expired, don't don't give it away, right? Um, you might even want to go through your phone and look at contacts that you don't need or you don't communicate with anymore. You can let those go. Again, clutter clearing, yeah, it has a practical aspect, but it also it it increases flow. I, I kid you not. I can. I have a thing though, like my, per, one of my personal rituals is around floors. Um, and so I do, I do keep my floors clean for that purpose. Um, but if I let it go for a while, like maybe I go some days and I don't attend to my floor and then I go and vacuum the whole energy in my place changes. And that's all I did was vacuum. And it's not like I had to move a lot of stuff around because, you know, I'm not a big clutter person. So I don't have a lot of even stuff to move around. So it's not like suddenly my house is clean because I vacuumed. But it, it has an energy frequency when we're keeping clutter and dirt and things around that don't need to be. And so be willing to clear things out. Clean out your wallet. It's a wonderful place to start. Um, anything that has a negative emotional charge, I'm going to say this to you. Um, also, clear out any rituals that you heard from somebody else that you did because of somebody else. Okay. And I know my woo-woo sisters will understand this. So say you were listening to a blog, a podcast on a, a blog or something, and someone said, do this ritual to attract money and you did it just because they said oh it will attract money and you maybe maybe you needed money you can say the same thing like i i did you know not me but maybe you did a ritual around love and you're like oh because this is going to get me a partner uh i would get rid of all of that do it if you're inspired by the ritual like my ritual around floors it's when I heard it, it made sense. It felt good in my body. I wasn't doing it because, oh, that's going to lead to this result. I was doing it. Yes, that's a part of it. But yes, it makes me feel good. Yes, that felt right in my body. Yes, it felt aligned with my truth. So I, I would clear out, like, say you have an old candle or some old incense or your crystals are spread out all over. If it's not actively making you feel good, clear it out, clear it out. Um, sometimes we have spiritual tools around and spiritual like things. You can't see me do my fingers in quotes. And I actually don't think the energy is very high vibrational. I actually think it can take you in the opposite direction. Rituals are, are, are sacred. And so if the energy behind and behind it and your intention behind it is not sacred, it can create some energetic clutter in your life. So clear out any rituals that are not your own. It doesn't mean you can't learn rituals from other people. That's not what I'm saying. And obviously I share rituals here on this podcast. I'm just saying, if say you heard me 
I was like, Hey, I do this thing and it really works for me. If you're like, yes, that feels so good to me. Do that. If you're only doing it because I said, Hey, that ritual lead to money coming in. Don't do it. Yeah. I've been around the block a little bit on this one. And I think choose rituals that align with your soul. Choose rituals that align with your soul. So if you do have some rituals, so maybe it's a, like, I don't have an altar because altars never resonated with me, though I've built lots of them in my day. I've built so many altars. And every time I get to a place, where I'm just like, ugh, it just doesn't feel right for me, right? I ha- I mean, I have maybe my little version of something. It's not really. It's like a candle and a teeny, teeny, tiny piece of citrine and a bell, a little teeny, tiny bell and my yes or no oracle. And that sits on my counter and um, between my kitchen and my dining room. But that's about as close as I get to an altar because I don't feel connected to them. So you get to choose what is in your world. So I clear out any ritual that does not align with who you are um, in the clutter clearing. All right. So again, the show is if you're feeling weird about money, let's talk about some money then. So you've cleared some stuff out. I think when you're feeling weird about money, you stop trying to have fun with life. Um, so, So this exercise is designed to help you have fun with money. So wait a minute. I just want to make sure I covered. Um, That was all on clearing out clutter. Okay. And if there's something new you want, say you want a new sofa and you're in a position where you're like, I want to manifest this sofa so, so, so badly. I'll get rid of my current sofa and channel the energy of the new sofa. If you're in a position where you could do that and you want to do it, that, that can work. Do I find it works for me when I do that, when I clear out something so I can call in something else? Yes, that does work (laughs) as a general concept. But would I do it with a a piece of furniture? Uh, Not anything I'm actively using. So just because you cleared out doesn't automatically mean it's going to come. I know some people out there in the manifestation space want to tell you that, but I, I don't think that's true. It has to be where your energy is. And if you're still holding beliefs that you can't have it, you getting rid of the your current thing isn't going to suddenly clear those beliefs, right? So be mindful of that. All right. So now if you're feeling weird about money, you've cleared out some clutter. And now we're going to look at how to have fun with money. So your, a distant relative has left you $100,000. We're going to play a game. Distant relative left you $100,000, free and clear. The taxes have been paid and her will states, his or her or they will states that in order for you to receive it, you have to prepare a plan for how you will specifically use the money. You can use the money as you please, but she does want you to designate some of the funds for saving, spending, and learning. How would you use the money? And I would say if you're feeling weird about money, do this exercise every day for a couple of days, maybe three or four. So $100,000, free and clear, taxes paid. How would you use the money? You have to spend it all and designate it all. And you can't just put it all in savings. You can't just donate it. You can't just put it all towards, you know, a course or something. 
really expand within you to see how you would use the money. It helps you feel prosperous. Like, right, when you're playing with fake money, your your mind doesn't know the difference, that it's not real money. And um, it also helps you open up to what is possible for you if you did allow more money in. Because sometimes we're not allowing money in because we're holding some junky thoughts about money's going to corrupt us, money's going to make us bad. But if you, when you do this list and do this exercise, you're going to see all the good that money does past just paying your basic needs, right? So $100,000 free and clear, some for saving, some for spending, some for learning, but just don't put it all in one place, I would say, right? Yeah. So act as if the money is really coming to you. Notice any limiting or negative beliefs that come up as you prepare your plan and clear those out. Just be willing to talk yourself out of the belief. So maybe you're you're doing it and you're feeling like, oh my God, like who would spend this amount of money on this thing? Then talk yourself out of that belief. Like, well, I can spend money on anything I want. Um, it costs what it costs. I'm allowed it came to me, right? Um, and I think it also takes you out of the state of, I think sometimes when we're feeling weird about money, we're thinking about, oh, I have this, this debt, I have these bills due, I have this. And we think, oh, if this big sum of money came in, I would heal all of it. And um, it it kind of never goes that way. So it takes you out of the the survival mode of living because when you have more than enough, Oh, survival is taken care of, right? So this is putting you in the state of past survival and getting comfortable being in that state. Because the more that you can be comfortable in the state past survival, in the state past like, oh yeah, I put some in retirement, I put some in savings, I have a little leftover to spend, and you're moving into higher and higher ways of being around money, you open the door so you can have a life that's past just survival mode. I got to plug my laptop in. So play with it. Have fun. Don't take it too seriously, but be consistent about it. I think there's a, quite a bit of magic playing these games, these money games. I play them all the time. They're really, really fun. Um, but I will say that I can get too intellectual about them and far too practical. And it takes the fun and the magic out of it. So don't pull a me. Make it fun for yourself and spend freely. Enjoy the process. All right. And then um, this is a law of attraction exercise. Uh, imagine your bills are checks. And this is my version of it. Every time you get a bill, I think this is Abraham Hicks. Every time you get a bill, whether in the mail or online, you want to imagine that it's a check and then you add a zero to it. I'm quite certain this is Abraham Hicks. And then you keep a log of every check that you have received and you total it. And it, it's, it's, it just makes you feel prosperous. Play with it. See if it feels good to you. Um, I've played it many times. It can be really fun. It can be fun. Definitely. Um, and fun, the vibration of fun is a high, high frequency state. And that attracts money to you because money is high vibrational. 
so if you just got a bill for $189, add a zero to that. So it becomes $1,890. And then you log that in your Cosmic Bank Account spreadsheet and just total it up. Just let the checks keep coming in. Turn, so it's turning your bill, your bills into checks. My spirit guides are jumping in. They're saying, if you're feeling really stressed about around money and maybe you're not sure how things are going to be paid, this is a wonderful thing to just do with your current. Right now, go through every bill you're going to get in the month. Uh, and then add the zero to each of those expenses. And then imagine that's the money that you have. And if you do this exercise every day and you really visualize like it is in a bank account, you will start to see more and more money come in and you'll start to feel more and more prosperous. And when you feel prosperous, physical cash is drawn to you with ease. Okay, so that is my show. If you're feeling a little weird about money, clear out some clutter, clear out some emotional clutter, clear out some physical clutter. You can't do it wrong as long as it makes you feel good when you're done. Because that's the goal. Uh, and play these two games. Someone just left you $100,000. What would you do with the money? And all your bills are now checks. Add a zero and start totaling the amount and feel like you actually have that money. And it'll put you in the state so you can be more and more receptive to receiving. So in a nutshell, you don't ever have to feel weird about money. And how wonderful is it that we have people that have created rituals and practices to help us so we don't feel weird about money and go into it from the place of feeling inspired. If nothing I said on this podcast inspires you, don't do it. Go find some practice, some ritual that does inspire you and put your energy there. All right, I'm Amy of Intuitive Coaching with Amy. If you are looking for a coach, I would love to help you. I would love to help you be the best version of yourself, the wealthiest version of yourself, the happiest version of yourself. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Pay extra close attention to the Elevate Intuitive Coaching Package. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this program. Take care of yourself.